everybody. This is Vicki. Glad to be back on here. I have a message the Lord gave me the other day. It, it's another one that he had me write down. But there are some things that I'm pretty sure I'm going to be sharing with you in this video as well. I'm looking for here. Okay. Uh, there's some things I'm going to be sharing with you in this video as well. Some other dreams and things he's brought to mind. And I'm going to start with that. Um, okay. This is the first one he brought to mind probably 30 years ago. I don't even know how long it's been. Maybe, maybe longer than that. I had a dream and in this, let's see, it would have been 1995. Okay. So 25 years ago. Um, in this dream, I was in the lower level of, uh, a home of a family who loves the Lord. And uh, they were allowing me to be there. They were allowing me to be in their lower level. And um, there was all kinds of stuff going on outside. I knew that we were under attack. I knew that really bad. Th I was scared in the dream. I was scared. And then all of a sudden I was outside of that home and, uh, kind of leaning up against the wall, looking to the south at the sky. And out of the south came all of these bombers. I don't know. They were from another country. That much I knew in the dream. The earth around me, the ground around me was just devastated like it had already been bombed. It was just dirt clods and there was no grass or anything like that. And it was just kind of like a war zone already. And I knew that these things were coming up from the south, and that was the end of the dream. And then, uh, which, what else, Lord? Okay, and then there was a dream that I had. Uh, I was listening. <laughs> there was a dream that I had, and I've had a lot of dreams like this one that I'm going to share right now. There was a dream I had where... I was looking out of a, of a window and facing the west, facing the west. And there were tornadoes on the ground that were coming towards the house I was in. I guess it was a house. It was some kind of a building. And there were at least seven, or I think there were at least seven tornadoes. They all looked completely different, but they were all headed right for the house. And, um, Everybody inside was watching what was going on. Everybody inside was scared. It was it was kind of a hard it was a hard dream, and and then that was it. And I want to go back to the first dream because the Lord's having me talk about that a little bit right now. In the first dream, where I was in the basement, and then found myself outside, I was allowed to be in the basement by the family that owned the house. <clears throat> I feel like the Lord's telling me this that a lot of his people are, Lord, you have to help me say it, because I didn't even know I was going to talk about this dream, and I've never really understand the interpretation until just now when he had me talk about it. Being inside of that house was being in a place where even though the people allowed me to be in that basement, I mean, it was like an allowing kind of thing. It wasn't that, uh, it wasn't my home. It wasn't it wasn't where I was supposed to be. It was where I was because I was afraid. Now, I'm going to talk about, because this is what he's telling me, that house represents a lot of churches. It represents a lot of places where people who are God's people uh, are being, they've run to out of fear. Um, they're being allowed to be where they are, but it's not really their home. And Thank you, Lord. My goodness sakes, you guys, I had this dream so many years ago, and I'm just now understanding it. Uh, 
it wasn't, it's not really uh, your home. If you're in the wrong place, it doesn't matter if there are Christian people all around you. If you're not where God wants you, if it's not your home, then get out of there. You need to talk to the Lord and ask him what he wants you to know, because I'm not saying that everybody's supposed to leave church. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying that the Lord says that there are people who are in places they're out of place. They're in the wrong place because they think that they're in the right place, but they don't understand that they're just being tolerated and uh, they're not free. Uh, and it's because of fear. It is because they are afraid. And I've been down that road, you guys. I was so afraid so many for so many years. I talked about this in a video I did a year or so ago, just about listening to uh, another human being and taking absolutely everything they said as the gospel truth because they had been walking with the Lord a lot longer than I had, many years longer than I had, not believing that I could hear. I mean, I knew that the Lord could hear me, but I didn't. And he was talking to me even then, but I didn't trust that he could. I didn't trust that I could, that I was accurately understanding what he was saying to me. So I would always take those experiences, those dreams or visions or uh, the words the Lord gave me. I'd always take them to this other person who had been walking with him a lot longer. And the problem with that was God knew how to talk to me in the language that I understand. <clears throat> and I'm not saying that we don't seek godly counsel and all that, but we have to be very careful. We don't make somebody else our Holy Spirit. And then in the process, throw Holy Spirit out the door. Cause it's like, we're saying to the Lord, I don't trust you to know how to get through to me. I just, I'm not sure, you know, you know how to talk to me, right? So I better go talk to this person over here and find out. <laughs> so, um, when I'm sharing with you the dream, thank you, Lord, for explaining this. When I'm sharing with you the dream about being in that basement, the Lord was saying, there are a lot of people just like I was who are terrified and don't know I mean, they can see a lot of what's coming or they know that bad things are going on, but they don't know what to do about it. And so they're kind of hiding out and the Lord's calling us outside of that. He's calling us into a deeper relationship with him, a more intimate relationship with him because he absolutely knows how to speak to us. So you guys, if that's where you are, if you're just afraid and you're just kind of trying to hide in a, in a group or you're trying to put all that down. Um, keep godly counsel around you. Keep brothers and sisters uh, in the faith of our Lord and Savior. Keep them around you, yes, but be very careful that you not let fear be the driving force that keeps you in a place where you're not supposed to be. Wow, I did not know he was going to have me talk about that. Okay. And then the, the dream about the tornadoes that I told you, the second dream, uh, they were all different. They were all different colors. They were different sizes, but they were all headed right straight for the house. Here's one thing I understand about that. And there may be more understanding, but this is one thing I understand about it. Inside of that house were people who love the Lord. And, uh, I believe the Lord was talking about the different storms that are coming, the different things and in our lives and that are already happening and others that may come, but they were making a steady assault. Uh, 
They were definitely coming to the house where God's people were. So you need to know this, that if you're thinking that all of a sudden everything's going to be okay and everybody's going to love the body of Christ and it's going to be all good, then you're being deceived because that's not true. Um, if we look at what's going on in other areas of the world, I'm in the United States, obviously. If we look at things going on in other areas of the world, people are being persecuted, beheaded, uh, martyred for their for their faith in the Lord. And uh, persecution's already started in this country. It's going to continue and it's going to increase. Um, so if that's, if that's something you need to Really pray about for the Lord to strengthen you to be able to endure to the end. Whatever you have to go through, then do it. I do it. I still do it. I'm, and I mean, I'm still do it. I've, it's what I've done for a very long time. I want the strength to be able to complete the task God sent me here to complete. I don't want to be hiding someplace, afraid that, um, that I'm going to get hurt or killed. Or I was trying to save myself. And when I found myself outside that, that house, which is literally what happened in my life, I had a family that they were like my spiritual family. And uh, the day came, the Lord took me out of that, uh, that group of people. And it was, it was his wisdom. It was his decision. But then I was, so then I was outside, sorry, my nose itches. Then I was outside and seeing the things that were coming and I was still scared. Well, it's taken many years and I still have to press into God all of the time and ask him, strengthen me, help me. I don't want to be afraid of anything. I want to have absolute peace in you. I don't want to be deceived by anything. So Lord, I'm leaning into you, leaning on you as much as I know how. And if there's more that I need to know or do or say or think or believe or let go of, please, you know how to get through to me. So just wanted to share that. Apparently the Lord wanted to share that because I had no idea I was going to talk about that in this video. Um, and then, uh, so he gave me a dream the other day or not a dream. Uh, he gave me a word and had me write it down and I'm going to read it in a moment. But before I do, I want to just lay a little bit of groundwork. I had been asking the Lord because, he, because he's shown me how he uses me and wants to use me and all of that, because he's done that, uh, I was questioning why he gives me the kinds of messages he gives me, because people are hungry to hear what God has to say. And uh, my, I'm a little bitty channel on YouTube and a little bitty channel on Brighteon. And I have people, and even my blog, I don't have that many people that follow me on my blog. And I have all these... Uh, all of a sudden, like in the last couple of months, I've gone from, I don't know, 30, 40 viewers up to 100 and what have I got? 113 now, which subscribers, which is not a lot, but I knew when it happened, it was the increase that Holy Spirit was bringing people because people are looking. They want to hear what God has to say because people are afraid. They're worried. They don't know what to believe. They're confused. There's just I understand that, you know, I want to hear what God has to say. If he's told somebody something that's for the body, I want to know it. So if that's why you're here, then hallelujah. But let me just say this as well. When I was talking to him about it, I said, Lord, I don't understand because people are coming to all coming to the channel, but 
I don't have that kind of message where it's, well, this thing is going to happen and then this thing, and then you're going to see these things. And this is the politician that's going to win, or this is the blah, blah, blah. I don't have those kind of things. He shows me what's coming. He shows me, uh, I see things. I have dreams. I have visions. He talks to me about things. I see all these different things, but the message he keeps having me put out is different than just presenting all these things that are coming. Um, and so I was asking him about that. And he said, he said, people are searching because they're hungry, because they want to know what's coming. Yes. But he said, the reason that I use you the way I do is because I'm more concerned about he, meaning I, meaning he is more concerned that our relationships with him are right. Uh, it's to strengthen the ways that he speaks prophetically or however all he speaks through me, it, it's because he wants his people to realize we have to be strengthened in him. We have to, we, and we have a part to play in that. We can't just look at God and say, Hey, you have to fix me. I, I don't know what to do. We have a responsibility. And, um, I love that about our relationship with the Lord, that he calls us into that kind of a relationship where we remain in him and he comes and remains in us if we remain in him. So, so, to me, what I understand that to mean is that I have to do my part to press into him. I have to spend time with him in prayer and fasting and repentance and forgiveness. I have to spend time with him in conversation. And here's a big one. People have a real hard time with this. Obedience. I have to obey him. Uh, I There's such a strong... Uh, deception, delusion in the body of Christ that Jesus paid for everything so we can just do whatever we want. And we don't have to work on our relationships with him. That is such a lie. You guys, if you just stop and think about it for a minute, if you don't already know it, and maybe you already do, but if you don't already know it, think about it uh, like a marriage covenant. What what kind of a marriage would it be if you had one partner in that marriage who did all of the work and the other one just sat and took it all? expected to just be, you know, to just take care of me. I don't, you know, don't expect, okay. So the Lord's saying it like this. What if you've got a husband who's out there working like crazy to try to earn a living and to take care of his family and to be a good provider and everything, but you've got a wife sitting at home who's going, I'm not cleaning this house. I'm not taking care of those kids. I'm not doing the dishes. I'm not going to go to the store. I'm not putting any food on the table. I'm not going to do anything. I just, you just take care of me. You just do it all. Well, look at your relationship. The Lord wants us to look at our relationships with him in the same way. He's our provider, but we have a part to play and our part <clears throat> may look different for every one of us, but that part is always, <laughs> excuse me, to honor and glorify him. And the way we do that and to love him, the way we do that is we obey him. So so one of the things that he's told me is that the reason that he does the messages through me the way he does is because, yes, he shows things prophetically and some things I'm not allowed to, to talk about because they are too intense. <clears throat> Sorry. And some things are just, uh, uh, would scare people too much. And God doesn't want us running around scared to death. He wants us to get focused, get into the relationship, stay in the relationship, seek him first every time in every circumstance, ask him what he wants. You know, I, are you constantly listening for what he has to say? Are you always, you know, are, 
Are your spiritual ears always perked up? Are you always watching to see what he's doing? And and are you staying in your in your Bible? Are you spending time in prayer? Are you spending time fasting? Are you spending time with him listening? He knows absolutely how to get through to you. So there we go. I did not know I was going to talk about all that stuff, but the Lord said, even though it's okay if we look out and see what's going on and be aware, we need to be even more aware of what the what the what Father God wants us to know, do, be, think, say, let go of, repent of, who he wants us to forgive, who he wants us to help, all of those things. When we say we are his and we take up our cross, we really need to understand that taking up our cross means we're doing the same thing Jesus did, Yeshua did. He didn't take up his cross and just go lay it down somewhere. And he died. He gave his life. And that's what the Lord wants from us. So if you're in a place where you think walking with him is easy, well, you're mistaken. If you think not if you're fully dedicated to him, it's not easy. It wasn't easy for him what he had to endure. But for the glory that was set before him to honor his father God, to complete the assignment he'd been given, even as hard as it was, he endured to the very end of his life. And the same thing has to be true for you and me or we're a really lousy bride, really lousy wife. So, so whatever it is, I'm going to do a video and maybe right after this one, I don't know, but I'm going to do a video on repentance because so many people have a hard time with that topic and, uh, grace. We're going to talk about that in the next video, I think. And, and just like in this one, he may bring up dreams and experiences. I didn't even, I didn't even know I was going to talk about, but I just really try to yield myself to him in these videos and let him have his way. So let's get on with this word. I hope I finished every thought I started. Sometimes I don't do that. So you guys pray for me. Seriously, I, I want to hear and convey to you what God has for me to say in these videos. Okay. So here is the message I received on the um, 14th of December. And I wrote it down because he said, write it down. It was in the middle of the night that night. And that seems to be, uh, God likes to, to get you up in the middle of the night and talk to you, but you got to be willing to get up. <laughs> okay. So this one's called don't quit. That's the first two thing. That's the first two words he said. Those are the first two words he said to me. And here's the message. Father, I ask you, first of all, Lord, before I even read this, I ask you to bless the people that are watching and listening. I ask you to bless them to have the wisdom to bring everything they hear from me or anybody else to you, to ask you if what they're listening to or reading or watching is from you, Father. I pray that you would help us all not be deceived, but, but be able to rightly divide the word and rightly discern what's you and what's not, so that there is no deception, so we're not led astray. And I thank you and praise you for that. Lord, you are good. And your mercy endures forever, Father. And I thank you for these things in Yeshua's name. Amen. Okay, guys, here it goes. Don't quit. My people, winds of opposition against my people have increased. Will you continue to stand against them, or will you give in to the driving force of that opposition? Will you allow yourselves to become weary as they continue to blow adversity, oppression, and fear in your direction? When people mock and ridicule you, will you bow down to protect yourselves? Or will you continue to stand in the strength I offer you in every circumstance? If you lean against me, you will not be blown away. 
If you lean against me, you will find that I will be the sails you need to carry you along in the right direction to your destination. These winds of opposition will become for you the pressure you need to spur you on to grow closer to me. For what the enemy intends to use to blow you away, I will use to raise you up into a deeper relationship and maturity in me. Look at the winds in a new way. See the victory just beyond the invisible force. See me walking on the waves, fearless in the violent storm, and see yourself beside me. I know you grow weary at times. I see as you battle, and I hear you when you cry out for relief, and I always provide, but do you always receive it? I grew weary when I came to earth. I felt the pull of so many, saw the distress and heartache, heard the cries of the sick, and saw the wages of sin take their toll firsthand on people who could have chosen to come to me, but they did not. I saw the devastation of the choices they made, not only in their lives, but in the lives that were impacted by those choices. I saw many things that could have caused one to grow weary and give up, but I never did. My body grew weary at times, but my heart and my spirit never grew weary of choosing to obey my Father and finish the task He had sent me to carry out. I did not quit. Don't you quit either. I fasted. I prayed. I went away to spend private time with my Father. I rejoiced. I laughed and danced. I celebrated the joy of my Father. I obeyed Him. Always, I healed and delivered. I raised the dead and cleansed the leper. I had reason to rejoice every day. I knew I was about my father's business, and it gave me great joy. I loved well. I loved deep and hard and intentionally. I chose to keep going when the winds of opposition spit in my face and scourged me without mercy. My body was weary and beaten and grossly disfigured, but I would not quit." And you must not quit either. I have you in my sights. I have your future in my hand. Never allow yourself to grow weary of your task. You are on assignment sent by our Father, and you have all you need to complete it if you remain in me. I will handle the wind. You just keep walking. And now I would speak to you about the thing that makes your walk more difficult. It's called disobedience. You are a greater target to the winds if you are still in sin. If sin is still found in you, then you're not able to stay close to me and experience the fullness of my protection. Sin causes you to step away from my side, out into the stronger force of those winds. Sin causes you to look down instead of keeping your eyes on me. It causes you to sink, even as Peter sank in the waves of the storm. It is because you have looked away and compromised yourself, your faith, and your walk by depending on sin rather than depending on me. Sin will cause you to grow weary. It weakens you and the abilities you have to remain strong because you step away from obedience to indulge in sin. If you would be strong, you must stop sinning. It will give you a stronger backbone, greater determination, and a richer relationship with me. You can be just as free from sin as you want to be. So now comes the question to you, how free do you want to be? Many times I grew tired. Many times you have grown tired. But have you also grown weary? Do you know what you need to be refreshed? You need me. Come stand by my side. Those winds have no effect on me. I can help you, my people. I can help you right now, and I will if you turn and run to me. 
My people, the wind speed is only beginning to increase. Do not delay the decision to come closer. Set your heart and mind as I did. Set it to stand. Set it to remain steadfast, to endure to the end of your life. Set it now so that you have anchored yourselves in me. Do it before stronger winds come, or you may be too weak to stand. Do not quit. Do not grow weary in well-doing. You be about our Father's business, and I will keep you covered. And then he had me sign it in bonds of my father's love, Yeshua. I'm sorry, my nose is itchy. I have cats and sometimes the fur just is a little, gets to me. Okay, so there's the message. I hope that uh, you'll take it to father. I hope it blessed you. Pray about everything. Again, I know I keep saying that, but I'm so serious. You you must pray. Father, is this you? Is that, are you trying to tell me something? You're trying to show me something because you don't want to be deceived. You don't want to get off track. And um, if you need to repent, do it. Gosh, guys, it's a beautiful, incredible thing. Ask Father to show you and tell you what he wants you to see and hear. It's such a gift that he's willing to do that so that we have the opportunity to be with him. Thank you so much for tuning in again to this channel. I hope you'll like and subscribe and share the video. If there's somebody the Lord puts on your heart that this may bless, please share the video. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.